1: Hi there, just recently I read this little piece of prose. I'm not sure whether you would call it a poem or prose, but it conveys words that are very true. little bit of humour, but plenty of truth. And in humorous statements, sometimes we uncover truth that is sombre and sober and real. Just listen to this. Money will buy a bed, but not sleep. Books, but not brains. Food but not appetite, finery but not beauty, a house but not a home, medicine but not health, luxuries but not culture, amusement but not happiness, a crucifix but not a saviour, a church pew but not heaven. A lot of truth in that isn't there? The reason why we are having these broadcasts every Sunday morning is to talk to you about the things that money cannot buy talk to you about eternity, about being prepared to meet with God and one day we will all stand before him and it is not the money in our pockets that will prepare us for death and for eternity. It is the Christ in our hearts. I wonder do you have Christ in your heart? Do you have Christ in your soul? Are you born again of God's spirit? This is the issue that's real, the issue that's genuine. This is what we need to make preparation for and I really want you to think about that as we come to look at God's Word today this morning we'll read some verses from Acts chapter 16 we'll begin at the verse 9 and a vision appeared to Paul in the night there stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him saying come over into Macedonia and help us and after he had seen the vision immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Therefore, loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course to Samothracia, and the next day to Neapolis and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and a colony. And we were in that city abiding certain days. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake unto the woman which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, heard us whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. We know that God will bless the reading of his word. There are a few words I would like you to think about from the verse 14 of Acts chapter 16. Lydia, whose heart the Lord opened. The opening of Lydia's heart. In Roman history Philippi is remembered as the place where the armies of Octavius locked in mortal combat with the soldiers of Brutus and Cassius. The battle was ferocious, much blood was shed, and when the war was over Octavius rose triumphant. He made the scene of his famous victory, a Roman colony and so the city of Philippi was born. In New Testament history, however, we remember Philippi for a very different reason. This place is famous in the Bible not for the ferocity of opposing warlords, but for the conquest of one woman's soul. Her name was Lydia. The place was sweet and gentle by the riverside. She encountered two preachers, and her heart was gently opened by the precious influences of the holy spirit and of the word of god the outcome of her conversion was not the coronation of a military leader as roman emperor rather the gospel in europe was the result of her conversion she was the first soul brought to christ in europe we might well say that the well of salvation which millions in this continent have drank from were received first by this woman called lydia god was in the business of disseminating christianity across europe from Macedonia in the east, to Britannia and Tibernia in the west. But in order to do this he must win souls, he must win hearts, and the first heart he converted was this woman called Lydia. Octavius and his empire have faded into a distant memory. All that is left of the Romans is the ruins. Philippi as a city is also in ruins, but the message that Lydia received continues to be accepted and believed across this continent. And from this continent, thousands have gone across the world, proclaiming the same message. So much fruit from the conversion of one woman, from the conversion of one soul. And she was transformed. And a continent was transformed. and The world was changed because of an opened heart. And today, I pray that your heart might be opened, even as you think of this woman called Lydia. Let's think about Lydia's prosperity. What kind of a woman was she? We are told that she was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira. Thyatira was famous for its dyes. Purple dye was produced from the glands of the murex shellfish or from the roots of the madder plant. It was very expensive. Therefore, purple garments were the reserve of the rich. They were, if you like, the designer wear of their day. Lydia was a businesswoman in what has become known as the rag trade, except her clothes fetched a high premium. It appears that she spent part of the year in Thyatira procuring her stock while she moved across the Aegean Sea to Philippi to sell her wares. No doubt the customer base was better on that side of the sea Amidst the surroundings of a Roman colony, a little Rome, so the proud Philippians would have called themselves. She was an astute lady, a woman to be reckoned with, this seller of purple. She was rich and prosperous, yet there was another sense in which she was poor. She did not enjoy the riches that are found in Christ. Saint Paul would write about the unsearchable riches of Christ. And what are they? Forgiveness, love, peace, contentment, assurance hope Lydia despite her wealth was poor and that she had none of these things we today live in a prosperous society a prosperous society but an empty society and you may enjoy the goods of this world and the luxuries of this world you may not feel you have enough money how many of us do but when we compare ourselves to the suffering that people in other parts of the world endure we are wealthy and we live in that proportion of the world which enjoys things that most of the world does not enjoy. And we should face that. But while we are rich, we can be poor. Have you been forgiven by God? Do you have the love of God in your heart? Have you contentment? Have you assurance? Have you hope? If you don't have these things, you are poor. In Revelation three seventeen. the Lord said to a church that was rich, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with good, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I want you to see your spiritual need today. I also want you to think about Lydia's piety. On the Sabbath day, this woman was found by the riverside, with some woman, and she was praying. It seems that she was the leader of the little prayer group why by the river why was she not in a synagogue most likely there was no synagogue in order for a synagogue to be established there had to be ten men obviously there were not ten Jewish men to be found in Philippi in fact it would seem that there were no Jewish men at all at least none who cared about worshiping God but Lydia cared and so she came with others to the riverside she worshiped God she prayed she was a deeply religious person, yet she was unconverted. She did not know Jesus Christ. She had religion, but she did not have the gospel. There are people like that across Ireland today. There are people like that across the British Isles today. There are Protestant people and there are Roman Catholic people. There are Free Presbyterians, there are Presbyterians, there are Baptists, there are Methodists. There are Church of Ireland people, independent Methodist people, Plymouth Brethren people. There are people of other faiths, Muslim people and Hindu people and Buddhist people, good people, people with religion, people who are faithful to their creeds. And yet they do not know Jesus Christ, the Saviour. They might know about Jesus Christ, but they do not know Jesus Christ. No one gets to heaven by doing. Doing can never Replace believing. We can only go to heaven through one person, and that's Jesus Christ, and we can only know Jesus Christ by putting our faith in Him alone for salvation. He is the hub of the wheel, He is the heart of the body, He is the apex of the spire, He is the vocal point of faith. It is all of Christ or nothing. Do you know Jesus Christ today? Does your piety include faith in Christ alone? If it doesn't, then your religion is worthless i also want you to think about lydia's providence god was going to transform and change this woman's life forever providence is god's control over all affairs in this world and god is in complete charge of all events in our lives as individuals he had brought lydia all the way from Thyatira to philippi not only that but he had brought along paul This preacher to Philippi, Paul had other plans. Acts 16 reveals his other plans. He had intended to go to other places, but God directed him to take a ship across the sea to Macedonia, to the city of Philippi, and the paths of Paul and Lydia were intertwined, and so she heard the gospel. It is not by chance that you are listening to this message this Sunday morning. God has a word for you. For you personally, this broadcast is a meeting point, not a meeting point between my voice and your ears. It is a meeting point between you and God. and God is speaking to you. He has a word for you and he wants your heart to be opened. Finally, I want to share with you Lydia's purpose. God had a purpose for Lydia. God has a purpose for you. But God's purpose could only be fulfilled in Lydia's life when her heart was opened. The word opened here, it means a thorough transformation. It is used in Mark chapter 7 of a man who was deaf and dumb. And we are told that the Lord put his fingers into the man's ears. And the Lord offered a prayer. He said be opened is the same word. The man's ears were stopped up, they were deaf. The Lord asked for his ears to be opened. The reason why we need our hearts to be opened is because our hearts are closed. They are closed to the word of God. They are closed to the solemn issues of eternity. And if we are to be Christians, our heart needs to be opened. And our hearts can only be opened by the power of God, by the power of grace. But when a heart is opened, that life is transformed forever. And this woman received a real purpose. She started the first church in Europe. What a testimony she left. She opened up her home. For the things of God, she gave her life for the Lord because her heart was open. God has a purpose for you. You haven't yet realized that purpose, but you can only know that purpose. When your heart is open to the things of God, when your deaf heart is unstopped, and you become sensitive to the things of the Spirit of God. But remember, you must put your faith in Christ alone. Do you know Him as your Saviour? I pray that you will come to a knowledge of Him as your Redeemer. I thank you so much for listening.
0: You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help, or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak Rev. Peter McIntyre 13 Willand Crescent 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone BT75OQL That's Let the Bible Speak Rev. Peter McIntyre 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75 OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30am and 7pm. For further information you may phone us at 028 8952 1611. 028 8952 1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you. And don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.